welcome to another episode of Murray Musings. I'm going to gloss over the fact that we're the only Andy Murray podcast because I think Scott has made it quite clear in recent episodes that we are, in fact, I just the think only it's Andy. I just think it's important <laughs> to mention. We're the best okay. one. I like... That's all that matters. Out there somewhere, the there might be what there might be, I don't know. Like, there might be like a... Uh, you know, a, 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 like a, a cheaper version of an Andy Murray podcast, but like we're the first and we're the original, and I just think that that needs to be said at the start of every single episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you know what? Yeah. I'm okay. That so is like, fair enough. So, welcome to another episode of Murray Musings, your one and only Andy Murray podcast, your best Andy Murray podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm joined today by my fabulous co-hosts Scott and Peter. Hello, guys. You've already heard Scott's dulcet tones. We're going to skip right over to Peter. Peter, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Good. Okay, Scott, you all right? Yes, I've got my mini eggs. I'm eating some chocolate. Um, really happy for you with your mini eggs. They're like I, little chocolate balls of crack. It's just one of, it's one of these things uh, that, you know when, like, you, like, invite, invite a guest around to your, to your house and you want to make, like, a good impression? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of the opposite. I'm thinking like if I'm just relaxed and I'm just chilling and I'm like not professional at all, I'm just like eating your mini eggs. Yeah. Then maybe the well, guests that-, that we have, the guests that we have, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, vibing with that kind of like chill vibe, and I kind of get that yeah. impression. Yeah, yeah. well that's just a lovely segue for me to introduce our fantastic guest Mm. and we're joined today by the amazing Travis Landry, Travis Landry 23 on Twitter if you don't follow him give him a give him a follow uh he's with us today Travis hi hi welcome to Honey Music HQ what do you think what do you think of the place it could use a little more Andy memorabilia but we'll get there (gasps) a little more Andy memorabilia the the walls are kind of they're kind of bland Wow. Oh, you know what? what? You can't you, you you can't see the Andy picture that's hanging right above me right now. So oh. if you could see that, you'd like, you know, you'd appreciate it. And obviously you've seen my mug and you've mug seen my coaster. Mug. I've seen your mug. I love yeah. the coaster. Yeah. And in, in my in my in my defense, right? Usually what we do is I then I I usually at this point like swing the camera around to show you my Andy carbo clown. But I'm not actually like you know, I'm not currently in my, that part of my amazing HQ where I can do that. Um, so he's he's he is here. Andy's still doing well, but he's just in another room right now. So have you moved through to popcorn tennis HQ today? Well, you know what? Like it's about mix, mixing up the HQ, <laughs> trying not to like you know let them like slip on into each other. You know how it, you know how it is, guys. You know how it is. So, <laughs> um, but in any case, in any case, Travis, um, you met Peter this week, which is crazy. I did. Yeah, like, oh. it's like the first time, right? It's the first time that you guys have met. Is that right? Oh yeah, yeah. And how 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 did it come about? You were at, you guys were at a tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Dallas Open, the inaugural Dallas Open, started mm-hmm. last week. Um, it moved from the New York Open, which I think moved from Memphis. Um, Peter was telling me, and uh, and yeah, and Peter drove up the night before qualies on uh, Sunday. And, uh, and we got to see Liam Brody play multiple matches together. And we got to see a, uh, a bunch of other really good matches. Can you, can you talk me through, did you guys recognize each other like in the start or like, was it what? Cause I always, I, I don't know about you guys. Like I always get quite nervous, like meeting new people or, but like not even just meeting new people, but like meeting people who have known for ages, like online or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm always a bit like Claire. When I, I was like, oh god, it's like I don't know who I'm gonna meet here. Like, and then I met Claire, and I was like, it was fine, obviously. But 
That was got a little bit apprehensive. Did you guys like recognize each other straight away, or what was it like? What was I recognized name? him right away with his beard. So yeah. Did you? Really? Yeah. And was that? No, he recognized that? Naomi Osaka, who was sitting by me. And then he came over. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was like, there. who's that really? Who's that awesome dude sitting next to Naomi Osaka? Like, who's that? exactly. <laughs> Is that how that Her went? Boyfriend's gonna kick my ass now. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's well cool that you guys are I, I, like were you guys with you you were with each other for like multiple days at the event right like, yeah uh the sunday and monday the full days sunday, oh except for monday night i left a little early on monday but yeah a lot that's of good tennis that's fantastic um and obviously you've already touched on the fact that uh you watch you watch liam and you both had a bit of a cool experience with liam brody which is fantastic that you caught uh you caught like this is something i want to hear but you caught his uh his tennis ball right i sure <laughs> really? did so i'm so glad you tennis balls yeah tennis ball. <laughs> that's fantastic so, that's well cool. um, he's saying it framed and everything no he didn't um oh. so i was going to ask him to sign it and uh and peter was like do you have a sharpie and i was like oh i need one of those so i uh i just got a picture with him but um <laughs> yeah after match point he went up to the net and me and peter and this other guy next to us we all three were like cheering liam on most of the match and he commented on it in his post-match interview he was like oh this is the best crowd i've ever had and i doubt that's oh. true uh but <laughs> uh on match point he went up to the net he looked up at us and he just hit a ball i mean he's a professional but his aim was amazing and it came right to us and i caught it yeah. uh, That's amazing. And, uh, i was like i'm i was like i'm not throwing this back that's well cute and um yeah he, he he did well he won he won three matches this week so he like and you saw him you saw him win two is that right or you you saw him play i saw two? him win three um all three, yeah. match sunday night which was an epic it was a three mm. set it was two hours and 50 minutes it was very stressful um the uh the second qualities match which he kind of comfortably went through and then the third one was round one and he pretty much comfortably went through that one as well. So just one stressful match for the week. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good week for Liam. Um, yeah. But I think, let's be honest, like he could have won the event, right? He, he could have won the event. He should have won still, the event. And it, still, and it still wouldn't have been the highlight of his week. I think the highlight of his week would have came with you, Pierre, right? Like, would that, would that be right? Like, I think, I think it would be. I that think- was the highlight for me. Um, I don't know if it's the highlight for him because he was like, oh, I know you from Twitter. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I've probably uh, mentioned him a few times uh, over the years. So uh, yes. I love probably, that though. You know, I, I love oh. that though that you said that because I think like if he was like, oh my God, this is guy from Twitter, he was a bit uh-huh. like, I don't want to be interviewed. And if I do have to be interviewed by him, I'm just going to be like, yeah, okay, hi, and not acknowledge it. But the fact that he's like, oh yeah, I know you from Twitter, yeah. tells me that he like, he sees what you're saying, he likes it, he enjoys it. He's yeah. such a good laugh, isn't he? He's, he's, a, good he's a good sport, good. is Liam. We just, yeah. need to come on, we need to get him to come on Money Musings. I, I, I hope um, I haven't scared him away. Um, <laughs> And so in a few minutes, we can listen to his interview uh, yeah. that I did with him um, because he does have a hearty chuckle when he's like, yeah, thanks to the fans. And uh, I know you from Twitter. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, OK. That's what what if he said, though, uh, 
museum was super cool. And like he was getting relatively swarmed by people. And then yeah. Peter said, hey, is it cool if I ask you a few questions? And he immediately was like, absolutely. You want to go talk over there where it's more like private and stuff? And I just thought that was super cool. Like he did yeah. not have to be that cool. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what, like, like, so what, because you sent me and Claire a message. You were like, oh, should I do this? Should I, should I go up and ask? And we we're like, right, yeah, go for it. So like, what talk talk it through talk it through how it went down, Peter. Talk it through every word that you said. Talk it through talk it through why you saw him walking back and you were like, "This, this is my moment." It's a oh, I think Peter, talk us a, through it. Talk us yeah. through it. Uh, should this just be a chance to drop the audio? <laughs> well, I mean, yes, absolutely. If you want to, yeah, uh, we could just drop the audio. But uh, definitely, I was uh, nervous, and I was like, you know, uh, we uh, just watched uh, him go through uh, the last qualifying round um, of the tournament. And right. uh, so that was one of the first questions I asked him because uh, mm. the Australian Open qualifying um, was what he just went through. Um, mm. And I was like, you know, how amazing is, you know, coming from Australia and now to this. And uh, I asked him that. And uh, the other question that I really wanted to ask him was how different it was, um, the feelings of being from, a challenger event to yeah. uh, this 250 and at the Dallas Open and of mm. course the Australian Open so yeah mm. yeah okay. which is which like it goes to kind of show like the, the difficulty in kind of like managing that kind of leap between events like mm -hmm. it, it's crazy that he's had to do that over the past like what like <laughs> two months literally um but yes shall we shall we drop the audio here? let's get the people what they want yeah oh yeah um let, let, let's drop the audio right now so how does it feel uh, going through qualifying of the Australian Open and this tournament? Yeah, it feels it feels great. I mean, um, had a, like I said, I, just on court, I had a disappointing result last week, so I'm glad to have bounced back from that. And uh, I think in the end, it actually kind of helped me yesterday getting a bit extra time, bit of extra time on the match court because um, I felt really, really good in my game today, and uh, and I think it paid off. Yeah, how is Texas treating you? I know the travel was not yeah. great getting here. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. Um, like I said, my, my coach actually went to college here, and a few of my good friends uh -huh. went to college here. So I, you know, I love Dallas and, and Texas in general. Um, played a few futures here before and done quite well. So um, you know, the facilities at this tournament are brilliant as well. All the players love it, so no complaints. Nice, nice. So, uh, what is it like going from challenger level up to a 250, yeah. and of course for the yeah. Australian Open. Yeah, I think I think at the moment my game's probably sort of in between the two right now. I'm at my, my level. I think I can qualify for the 250s and the slams and, you know, sometimes do well in the challenges, sometimes not. Um, so I guess that's just the process of learning to be more consistent and then finding myself consistently in, in the main draw of these events. Nice. Anything you want to say to the fans? Um... Yeah, I guess thank, thanks to everyone for the support. Um, you know, on, on Twitter, on Instagram, I, I know you're on Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I, I've always had that support, even when I've not done well. So, uh, you know, it feels like I'm getting the results for other people, not just myself now yeah. as well. So. And yeah. how was it uh, like playing doubles with Andy? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, it's funny, I was, only spe I was speaking about that a few weeks ago with my coach that... Uh, I suppose that's kind of like a bucket list thing, right? To play yes. doubles with Andy Murray and to have won a match with him. Um, but it, it was a lot of fun uh, and, you know, a privilege and something that I'll probably tell my kids about as well. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. Anything else that you want to add? Um, I think that's everything, yeah. Awesome, awesome. thank you Thanks, so man. much, Liam. Take care. Good job, man. 
And that, that, that was just a fantastic, um, that, that was just a fantastic interview right there that we totally just listened to and didn't just like, you know, edit into the episode right there. Um, but no, I know it's serious. No, it's a very, very cool, very cool, um, very like really chilled interview with him. Like, and Travis, you're right. Like he, he did not, he did not need to like take that time to, to, um, to, to do that for us. So um, we'll definitely tag Liam Brody in, uh, in this, uh, in the, in this episode so when we when we tweet on out the link so assuming that he sees it thank you very much Liam and we very much appreciate your time uh, that you took to chat to Peter and um yeah if please come on Peter please scared, come on soon yeah honestly that's what I was gonna say yeah if, if, if Peter hasn't scared you off which I'm sure he hasn't he's a lovely fellow we love yes um huge fan please do please do come on please do come on an episode of Murray Musings um even if like we're just giving you a platform to slag off Andy a bit like we're fine yes. with that like, totally fine with that yeah, I would actually argue, like, especially if that's what you want to do. <laughs> it's better, like, I mean, you know I I would be happy to join in with that. Yeah, I would yeah. fully also, join in with it. Yeah, I would. No disrespect, to Andy, but I would be happy no. to join in. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. So if you want to like come on and like spill some juicy gossip about Andy, um, this 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 would be the the platform on which to do it. So let us know your um your 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 coach has been on before, so. You, you can ask him and um, you know uh, he will tell you that we're totally normal people I was going to say yeah he'll, he'll, tell us that, <laughs> he'll tell us that we're not you know um, completely unhinged um, I'm slightly unhinged I would say but like you know um, generally speaking we're all reasonable people somewhat um, but yeah please please do come on and thank you Liam for, for, for doing your wee interview for us Um so yeah, you guys had a really exciting week. Uh, Claire, did you get up to anything much this week? Like, what did you get up to? I I got I tested positive for COVID. That's what I got up to. Oh, that's on cool. Monday. Yeah. Oh, so like, nice. I have had an appalling week. Oh. If you really, if you really want to know. Ah, you know what? Let's just <laughs> let's just do Murray Musing therapy session right here and now. Like, so right I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what went down. So on right. Thursday, now, this week, we we had such grand plans uh-huh. for last weekend, like from Thursday through until like Tuesday, we had, we had right. plans, right? Because mm. school half term, so the kids were off school. Monday through Wednesday. Yes. Thursday night, though, so we're going back, not Thursday just passed, mm. but Thursday, the whatever date that was in February, the second or something like that. Second or third. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Stan, Stan and I, my long suffering husband, and I were supposed to be going to see idols at mm. the Badlands in Glasgow. Yeah. yeah. First live music gig in, I don't know two and a half three years um and the request was to show proof of a negative lateral flow test before you went in right so i tested on thursday morning i was negative i was fine stan tested on thursday evening just before we were due to leave yeah and he was naked and he was positive (laughs) and he was like did he have any symptoms no no you wouldn't wouldn't actually have tested like no, so he he had tested on Tuesday for he he was doing something on Tuesday that oh he so, so my husband is an athletics coach, um yeah. and the majority of his athletic sessions with kids are outdoors. But yeah. on Tuesday he decided the weather was really bad, so he decided to do one of his sessions indoors. Mm. So he tested himself before going to make sure that 
he was negative because obviously they were all going to be indoors for an hour. Mm. So he tested Tuesday, negative. Testing Thursday, positive. So he's like, one of those little fuckers <laughs> is giving me COVID. So yeah, so he so he tested positive. So that meant that he, I mean, because we were going to the gig for him more than anything. Like it's it's like his thing. He wanted to see the the band, so missed it for them, right? And then Saturday. He, so he went into isolation, he went into the spare room in the house and he was like shut in there. I was like, stay the hell away from us. Um, Saturday, we were supposed to be going to the DNA Athletics in Glasgow at the Eminent City now, which was going to be like this big mixed gender event. Laura mm. Muir, um, the 800 yeah. meter, 1500 meter runner was going to be there. We we're really looking forward to it. Obviously couldn't go. Um, Monday was his birthday. Oh. <laughs> so- <laughs> Yeah. So when I say when yeah. I say like it was the worst possible weekend uh, to get COVID, it was the worst weekend to get COVID. Mm. So I was okay to go out and do things as long as I was testing negative every day. So I was negative yeah. Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, test on Monday, boom, like it lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's been the, our poor kids what a crap week they've had because they were yeah. like really looking forward to being off school going through to Edinburgh and doing some fun things and they've just been yeah. stuck in the house like the whole time oh, um okay. and I've I swear I've aged like 40 years <laughs> in a week I feel awful I get so puffed out walking up the stairs to my room oh no, no. I, I'm just like this is just it's it's honestly it's I, has have any of you had it? Not, I not that I know. Not, not that I know. So, not now. Travis, no. you have or no? Real, I am not. No, not no. that I know of. No, no. So the, there were there were times right? <laughs> there were times last year when I had like a really really bad head cold and I was like this this is definitely COVID I'm convinced it's COVID I feel so sick I'm definitely it's definitely COVID and I would get a PCR test and it would be negative and I'm like no I don't don't trust those tests it's definitely this is definitely COVID I now know for certain that I never had it before because I, I've not the, the feeling I just feel exhausted like I, I could sleep all day and all night. Yeah. I've got this constant headache and constant sore throat and I'm just like I'm, I'm like an 85 year old woman basically like hobbling around my house so yeah. um so you yeah I bet you're regretting asking me how my week's been gone <laughs> <laughs> I was you know what when I was that I was like you know I didn't year. even have I didn't even have Andy winning in Rotterdam to make me right. feel better yeah yeah I mean that it like I, I, I how's your week been? <laughs> my 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 just been filled with like job applications, so it's not like yeah, me and you like our week didn't really our weeks didn't really, you know, didn't really compare. Travis, this is just how things go here, by the way. We 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 we, we jump from one thing to like you know absolutely not tenuous related, not related in any way whatsoever. So, um, we're the most professional, unprofessional anime podcast. Um, but um, but let's bring it back to yourself, Travis. Uh, because one thing that we do want to do in um, <laughs> is this still the intro of the podcast? <laughs> like first part of the real podcast? Pass long gone, long gone. <laughs> yeah, long passes. I think. But um, what 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 we like to do um, is like to ask our 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 guests like of their kind of tennis origin story. You know what kind of um what what first brought you to tennis? How long you been a fan? You know, obviously. You're an Andy Murray fan, uh, of course. Uh, so mildly, uh, mildly, a tiny little bit. Um, you know, to to the extent that you're 
you're here set in my museum. So, I mean, there's that. Uh, so, yeah, t- tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us a bit about, you know, how, how, tennis, how tennis got to you. Yeah, well, my mom played, has played her whole life. So when I was a kid, I'd play with her and she would send me to tennis camp in the summer and stuff. Uh, as I was like a teenager, um, I didn't play. I was mainly really heavily invested into baseball. And then in my 20s, one day, my buddy was just like, hey, I'm playing tennis. Do you want to come? And I was like, yeah, I like tennis. Uh, and we played and it was a ton of fun. And he was like, do you want to play tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. And then we played the next day. And then we just started playing constantly. We were playing five days a week at one point, but then I was unfortunately reminded that I'm not a professional athlete and my body was hurting all the time. So, oh, but, but uh, like Andy. so since I couldn't, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're basically the same person if you really think about it, but, uh, but yeah, since I couldn't play all the time, I was like, well, I got to Like, I'm so into the game of tennis and all this stuff. So I started reading tennis books, playing tennis video games and watching tons of tennis. Um, and then, I, you know, I started with the top players and uh, just watching their matches and stuff. And then one day I was watching Andy and I was like, I like this guy. Like, I like his passion on the court. Like, he's really, he's really a, an all around unit of an athlete. And, uh, and I was like, where's he from? And quick side note, I've always had a, uh, like a love of Scotland where two of you live. Uh, yeah. I've stayed in yeah. Glasgow, Edinburgh, Inverness and Skye um, and almost Aberdeen um you'll get there and, we'll, uh, we'll, yeah we'll so, get there. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll make i'll make my way there eventually uh yeah. this year hopefully but um and then so and then like the team celtic uh, football club got me into soccer or football and uh so i've always just like had a connection with there so when i looked up andy where's he from scotland i was like okay well this is my guy it's yeah. fate um <laughs> and from then on out i uh i just started reading as much as i could about him following him and uh mm. since then uh, you know the rest is history the rest is history fair enough fair enough no well that's i mean andy's um yeah like that's 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 I, I was gonna ask when you when you first saw him like you know you said you know like yeah, you liked his passion was there was there something about like his grumpiness and moodiness that kind of resonated with you because for me that was for him mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know it's funny uh how he goes from zero to 100 so quickly um <laughs> When I was when I was younger, I had you can ask my mother. I had a lot of anger issues. I would get angry over nothing, and I would you know, oh, and it would go from zero to one hundred. But then after five minutes, I'd be like, "Geez, like what was into me? Like that's weird." <laughs> um, and Andy can literally go from zero to one hundred, and then in his post match interview, he just cools a cucumber. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've just I I've you know I've kind of felt a lot of personality, yeah, uh, similarities. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I connect That's with Andy cool. the most out of all the what's, top players, you know. What's been your most memorable Andy Murray match? Um, just recently seeing him play almost five hours in New York versus Sitsipas. Um, that oh, is were you an there? I will. Oh yeah, I was there. Oh, That's wow. insane. Yeah, it, like that is mad. It Talk was, it through. Talk it through. What what it was like to see a live? Play-by-play, Travis, play-by-play. It was the first time I'd seen him. So, of course, um, the whole time going to the U.S. Open, I was like, you know, he could pull out. I can't get too excited. Something could happen. Um, But the first day, I I was like, oh, he's practicing at 11. 
and they didn't let us in ash until like 11 30 so that was annoying so i run in and i'm like i was with my mom and i was like come on mom come on we gotta go and, you know, she's <laughs> 63 and i was like run up the stairs um uh, and we we walk in and down on the court is just andy hitting with jamie and uh and it was just like time stopped and uh and i just like took a bunch of pictures and stuff mm. and uh, just sat there and watched him practice and then and then yeah he came out for his match and it was so nerve-wracking because everyone was assuming he was going to get whooped. And yeah. the complete opposite happened. He played one of the best matches he's played in years. And at, at a lot of times throughout the match, he absolutely dominated and was the better player. Um, and it was so, like, there's a line in Resurfacing where they talk about the AO uh, 2019. And he's like, I know he didn't win, but it feels like he did. That's how I felt in New York. Like, he didn't win the match, but to me, he did because he proved everybody wrong and he played one of the best matches I've seen in, in years from him. So yeah. yeah, good experience. Good experience. That's amazing. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, as, as, aside from seeing him live, obviously, like what's, what's your, what's your kind of, what's your kind of standout like memory of being a, being a Murray fan? What's your, you know, what's your. Probably Davis cup uh, <laughs> over David Goffin. The, yes. Um, yes. The play. Uh-huh. With that the, uh, was the, and the way he ended it on a lob and falls to the ground and they all re- like just memories you can't forget um and honestly y'all y'all are gonna laugh but the biella challenger last year that was oh, such on, a oh fun my God. week <laughs> like the the run yeah he just every day i got to watch an andy match and every day he played really well and he went all yeah. the way to the final and i just remember that that whole week very fondly and yeah. uh yeah, yeah, and and that kit was excellent. He didn't get to wear it at the AO that year, but um, but that kit yeah. he was wearing was awesome. Yeah, he was. He was. And side and note, I, at the U.S. Open, uh, I was in like kind of the middle. Have y'all been to Ash? I think you have, right, Claire? Yeah. Okay. So it's. I, I, I I I've never I've never been in Ash. I've only I, I've only been around now because I was there during qualifiers um one year gotcha. uh, back in 2019. So and I don't think that they allow anyone in to Ash during that time. So um, gotcha. So we we were basically in the middle of Ash. So um not super close, but not super high up. And after he won the third set, and he said, "I'm not fucking done. Let's go." Yeah. He walked mm-hmm. over, and my mom does. My mom was sitting next to me, and she doesn't believe me, but. He, he grabbed his water and he went like this to, and started drinking. And he, as he was looking up, we were basically making eye contact. And I went like this. And as he's drinking his water, he just goes, no. And I, nice. I know he was looking at me. My mom was like, whatever you need to help, you know, whatever you need to tell yourself. But no, that I know happens. he's done that before I so many times. I believe that happens. Yeah. 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 Andy's, that is Andy's- so cool. Andy's the kind of Andy's the kind of player where you're like you 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 set a home in your fist bump and he like glances and you're like yes Andy I feel you're seeing me you're feeling the vibe <laughs> through the camera but like the fact that you're actually that's insane that's mad that you were that you were there for that match because let's so not cool. get into the drama of that match let's not talk about that eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. ancient history ancient history I think about yeah, it funny now um, you know yeah no it, it, the thing is like it is still like I was thinking that today actually because uh, you know when, when whenever sits the pass is like doing quite well I'm like Andy like. How did he, like, always beat that guy in five? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not so long ago. He would have beat him and, uh, if it was best of three. <laughs> yeah, he would have. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Um, let's so, not bring up that argument either. Right, so, let's, I mean, we're, we're, we're tiptoeing around. <laughs> I was just about to say, 
Do we need to do a hot take? Best of five. No, I'm very, I'm very pro best of five. Let's yeah. get, yeah. let's get our, let's get podcast, um, uh, pod, podcast returnee Ben Rothenberg back on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that on that matter. Let's say you know, I'm sure Ben will return soon enough. But anyways, enough about it. Enough about Ben. Um, shall we? Shall we talk? Shall we talk then about um about about Andy's Andy's week that's just gone by. Um, uh, real quick, I want to ask Travis, yeah. what would be your walk-on song to warm you up and pump you up uh, before yeah. Matt? Um, autograph, Brian Brothers Band. Nice. No. <laughs> oh, nice. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It uh, no, it would not. I was like, mm, nice. <laughs> uh, probably "Sweetness" by Jimmy Eat World. That song, nice. I heard that song, but it nice. always pumps me up. Solid choice. Yeah. Solid choice. Um, that's a good choice. That's a classic. With a yeah. little bit of autograph in the background, just a little bit, just playing, playing in the, playing, playing in the background. Just Andy's verse. Yeah, just, just the Andy Andy's verse. verse. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all that matters. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Andy's week. Um, how are we feeling about it? It was Not the great, best Scott. of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah, we're just, it was just like a. <laughs> I just feel like we've been here so many times. <laughs> like, you, well, I think like we need to take a lot away from his win over Biblic. Like that was agreed. really, really awesome. He was really, really yeah. awesome, especially given that he was just on the back of a title in Montpellier. It, you know, he was on a high. Yeah. He was on a winning streak until he met Andy Murray. Yeah. He was playing really well. He beat he who shall not be named. Um, so yeah, like I think amazing from that, and yeah, I was so like I felt so confident going in against Felix. I was like, yeah, he's going to take him this time. Yeah, he yeah. knows what to do. He's going to take well, him. Everyone maybe. was bringing up the uh, the U.S. Open match, like oh, Felix spanked him. Then that mm. was a completely different Andy. So I felt I felt very confident he was going to have a really strong match with Felix. And he just kind of did the same thing he did against Taro Daniel, which is he, he has this very, very tops. Yes. He has this super top spin heavy forehand that always goes into the net. And it's not from the opponent hitting a winner or a, or a great shot. It's just something that Andy's been doing the past couple of months. Um, and he did that a ton against Felix and Felix just played a great match. And uh I mean, he's in the final now. As we're, he's as we're saying, he's in the final. So, he had better, he had better bloody win the whole thing. He better win. He, 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 uh, he, yeah. he his he first title. Win. I do want him to win really bad. I, yeah. Oh my god! I, I just, I, I need him to win because I can't imagine like the, the it would be his ninth ATP final loss if he does lose it like that. Yeah. And the thing is, he's against yeah. who is one of the best players in the world currently. So. Mm-hmm. It's rough for Felix, but we'll, we'll maybe chat a bit more about Felix. But yeah, it was, yeah, I think you summarized it really well. It felt, yeah, it felt like, a, it felt very much like, a, yeah, a Taro Daniel match. <laughs> we'll talk more about Taro Daniel later in this podcast. Um, <laughs> <by the way. laughs> we'll talk more about him. Um, but yeah, it, it felt a little bit like that, uh, a little bit like a continuation, yeah, of, of almost Felix's match against him in uh, the US Open a few years ago. But as you say, that, that, that was a different, that was a different Andy Murray at that time. So you kind of felt, you kind of hoped that Andy had kind of, but there might, I don't, I kind of like work out like what it is about Felix's game, like that really kind of troubles him. Because I think 
one of the things that like Andy used to be so so good at was playing these kind of like really big hitters, which Felix obviously is a big hitter of the ball. Like, and Andy used to be so good at like kind of counteracting that. I don't know, like he seemed like seems to be a little bit struggles a little bit with that kind of weight of shot, especially yeah that uh, that huge that huge kind of forehand that he's got, and um, it just really kind of like gets and then like skid through the court a lot, and it just I don't know, I don't I don't know what Andy can do. He did improve in the second set. He improved in the second set, right? He got better. Yeah. He got better in the match yeah. went on, which is good. Um, that first set was, yeah. I mean, Andy salvaged it from nothing, almost. Like, almost. He, yes. He almost yes. started to come back yes. in that first set. Got did me have, hoping did, a little. Did he have break points for the double break back? Did he? Mm. I can't remember. Maybe not. Maybe not. Don't Maybe. think so. Maybe I feel like, though, I feel I, I do feel like the scoreline in the first set flattered him. It did. It did. How <laughs> much he had to fight back. Because so he, he was really... At one point, he was looking like he was going to get bageled. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, my God, this is going to, this is horrific. So yeah. for him to pull it back to 6-3, he made it look a lot less worse than what it actually had been. You know, because yeah. 6-3 is quite respectable. You know, it's like, it's like, well, it just looks like one break of serve and that could come just, you know, towards the end of the set. But the fact that he was down for love at one point, you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be yeah. really, really bad. Yeah, um, I mean, but yeah, those, he, he I mean, did. Those, yeah, those those first few games were just. <laughs> it was very hard. <laughs> like it was rough going. I was like, this could be quick. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah, no, Andy showed his kind of, you know, his his, his fight. But like, you you're right, you're right in regards to that first set score because Andy hit one winner. One winner, <laughs> which is that must yeah. be the worst. That must be his worst, like statistically. Must be up that there. must be that crushes my soul state. just hearing that out loud. Must yeah. be up there, mate. Must be up there. It, it was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty grim first set. Second set, more competitive, right? Like it was, it was, it was slightly better. It was, it was a bit better, and there was definitely, you know, signs there that Andy could really push. Maybe, maybe, maybe could push through, right? Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It just. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if maybe maybe if it's maybe it's Felix's game that he just really struggles with. And he yeah, I just I feel like Felix was just too good. You know, I yeah. think at the end of the day, like yeah, okay, I think it's very fair to say that Andy didn't play well enough and certainly didn't play as well as he played no. against Bublik. But it is also that Felix was just too good for him. So I, I think like- he'd have need to have done a lot more to have beaten him than just like, yeah. like played a bit better. And Felix has been on like the run of his career, right? Like mm-hmm. so far, I'll say. Um, you know, uh, two slam semis in the past year. Amazing, right? Amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, unbelievable. So he's, uh, you know, yeah, he's been reached two slam semis in the past year, and then also obviously, you know, uh, went went five in the Australian this year as well, um, and had an epic mm-hmm. match. So he he's definitely yeah, he's obviously on a real real hot streak at the moment. So hopefully. Yeah, hopefully that hot streak pays off in a title form. Because um, I would, yeah, I mean, Felix is one of the few players where, like, you know, he beats Andy. I'm like, right, I'm, I can't be too mad at you because you're, you know, <laughs> you just seem like a really nice dude. So <laughs> you just seem like a nice kid. Um, so, yeah, Andy only got the one win again. And it just kind of feels like, um, does feel like, yeah, it's just. Groundhog Day yeah. again. My God, Peter, that's yeah, literally yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 A, little, a little bit. Like, I think I think this event, you are right, that maybe we should really kind of hold this event, you know, to a little bit of a better standard just because he had that win over Bublik. Like, and I don't, and I will say, like, I don't think that Bublik was 
you know, obviously there, there's going to be people who are like, oh, but Bublik was like tired off of his like title. No, no, Bublik had like three days of rest. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. can't say I'm, he's tired. I'm fair. I'm fair. I'm fairly certain that there must have been some kind of like, like maybe like Bublik requested like. Yeah, and you know, I'm sure the tournament like, director pushed it back because it was yeah, supposed to be I Tuesday, and then they moved it to Wednesday. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Which which um, I'm was no fair. With, like he was rested. He was rested. So. Did you did you see um you know Andy did like the little interview um and they they asked him about like is it hard leaving your kids and stuff and like family and he actually I, I thought he was the way that he said it he was obviously like he was totally cool and very Andy like when he said it but I was like he's totally having a dig here because he said oh yeah I mean if I'd known that I wasn't going to be playing until Wednesday I would have stayed at home a bit longer and I've missed my daughter's birthday yep. on Monday yeah um, and they they said something to him about oh was she annoyed with that and he's like she doesn't care but I do mm-hmm. and I was like yes Andy tell them yeah get them told because obviously he was over there for like three days before he actually played when he could have like gone on monday night if they yeah. said to him you'll be playing on wednesday yeah yeah so um yeah it, it does feel a little bit like kind of um uh a bit a bit bit bit, bit like groundhog day for andy at the moment mm. and just with that kind of like one win you know one loss one win one loss um but I also think like that, you know, as much as that is the case, it, it does feel a little bit like that. You know, there have been other, you know, there's been highlights as well. Like he reached that final, the ATP tournament over in uh, Australia. So it's like, you know, there's yeah. that as well. Like, you know, I think Andy fan generally, even, you know, even those who aren't as pessimistic as me often um, are definitely tend to be like, oh no, not another, not another one. So, uh, you know, th- there has been, he's literally reached a final of an ATP event this year you know there is that there is that so we we we, we can we can hold that close but this yeah i guess i guess it's a thing with andy where you're like yeah in the past you, you felt like he would have really learned from like his kind of mistakes against felix a few years ago um and really kind of like you know had a had a strategy of some sort and it, it just didn't really look like he did have a kind of strategy up his sleeve as far as felix so wow. um <laughs> hopefully I, I I think I'm just, again I'm gonna push this in there. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna include this. Just, I just think he needs a coach, guys. I think he needs a coach. Oh, he does. He does I need think, a coach. I think, I think he needs Ivan Lendl. That's who I think he needs. Yeah. yeah like, God, what are your opinion? What's your opinion on Ivan Lendl being his coach? Right. Right. Okay. So let me let me let you know what. Let me just air things in. Right. There might. Yeah. I've I've already said I've already said this on a past episode of uh, Murray Mutant, Right. And I, uh, there, there might be an article published uh, about about this very thing, maybe on like a kind of food food named tennis website uh, at some point very soon, um, on the Andy Murray and Ivan Lendl kind of like partnership. But for now, I'm I'm gonna maybe potentially preview that. I'm gonna say like I I, I don't necessarily think that Andy should rehire Ivan Lendl. And for one thing, I don't think that like I don't think that, that would ever happen. I don't think Andy Murray and Ivan Lendl will ever reunite. I think they're two men who are in very different stages of their lives than they were uh, when they came together those two times. Um, and I would need an unreal amount of compromise from both guys to make it work, especially from Lendl, because Lendl couldn't come in and just be like, right, Andy, I'm going to run you into the ground to get you in shape for this, because there's no chance that Andy could do that. I, what I do think Andy needs is a statement signing like that again like because like you know you know when Ivan Lendl came came in like the first time and then very quickly the impact that he had was very very you know 
let's get this done. Let's let's have this through. And then when he came back in a game, people were like, oh my God, and he's really serious about getting, you know, getting back to the top, which he then went and did. So it's like, at the moment, he's, you know, I love Jamie Delgado to death. I love him. Such a nice guy. Like, he very much felt like an interim coach, like for the time that he was with him. And he, and he was a super nice guy. Obviously. For like five years. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, no, exactly, though. And, and it was like obviously a very difficult time for Andy's career generally. And I think Jamie Delgado was exactly what Andy needed in that period. Yes. But now we're at the stage where it's like, right, okay, Andy, have Danny. what do you actually want to get from this time? Um, and like, sorry, who, who, who was Andy with in Australia? Like, like you, yeah, exactly. Like, who, who was it? Sorry, gender work. Right. What impact did, did he have? Absolutely nothing. So, like, he's he's been booted already. So, like, just just give us somebody who who you're like, right? He's gonna actually come in. Like, they're gonna come in and they're gonna like have an like immediate kind of like you know, a plan for you know, if Andy pitches to someone and says. Listen, I've got about two years left in the game. Like, I want to, you know, five years, maybe five years. Yeah, I was just about to say, oh, he's no, going my to point go is, right, come on, come on. on well, the court. Got, you know, Even if well, I have Andy, to drag Andy him must have some sort of years Right. He's got yeah. some sort of an idea of how long he's got left. Yeah. You know, I could be like, I've got, you know, this amount of time that I want to give to this, or I want to give a, you know, give myself a chance to make a run somewhere. So if you can help me with that, then let's do this let's work this out if you can come up with a plan to help me get there great let's do that and at the moment like i, I just don't like he's currently andy's andy's currently working with uh, danny Valverde, but Valverde is also still with stan Rinka, so that definitely feels like a very temporary arrangement um, so yeah I, I just i just i just need andy to get someone who kind of you know what i need i need some i need andy to get someone who really believes that he can still uh, produce really good results. Um, and you know like, who should coach Andy? Do you know who should coach Andy? Serena Williams. I mean, I love that. Just, that be would amazing. be amazing. That would be amazing. Love that. That, would be amazing. that would be fantastic. I would love to see. Just going to uh, put it out there, Serena yeah, Williams to coach Andy. Yeah, Serena on the go. Um, <laughs> Serena, if you're listening, Serena still not finished her own career though, so she's still going strong. Um, I just, I, I just, I just need, yeah, like. Give us a give us a real big kind of right. Oh, Andy's serious about this now. Signing of a coach, I think. I think that's what we need, and I hope that that's what's coming. Like at some point soon. Um, Novak did I'm, say I'm, he I'm, wants to be a coach. <laughs> Maybe well, right, he, might, he might help no, Andy out. Novak might not have much to do in the next uh, few months, but that's a topic <laughs> for another thing. Yeah, that's a topic for another uh, podcast. Um. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I'm not sure who that person is. I'm honestly, on a serious note, like, not sure who that person is. Uh, my, my, my thing is, obviously, Ivan Lendl. Like, th- there was, there's been nobody, uh, you know, uh, like, like, nobody who, who Andy's had as much success with as that mm-hmm. man there. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, which, which is wild, because while I was, uh, while I was doing some research on the Andy and Lendl kind of relationship, they, were, they weren't actually get together for that long. If you put it together, the amount of time that they were together, like it wasn't that long. And yet still, like Andy picked up just about every major title of his career while mm-hmm. he was with them. And it's like, wow. Yeah, they like, were like, it was like mid 2011 until yeah. what, like early 2014? It was actually, so it was actually, it was, it was the end, it was the end of 2011, actually. Like it was actually into like 2011, into 2012. Yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then went into 2012. 
And you know what? You know what? Both times um, that Andy and Lendl split, Andy uh, was uh, injured, interestingly. <laughs> like, and they hit, like, the injury, the, both times that he was injured and had to have, like, kind of surgery or slow things down a little bit, um, kind of uh, derailed the kind of runs that he was having, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of 2013, he had... Uh, surgery on his back I think it was yeah uh, resulted in a really yeah really kind of temperamental 2014 which then led to Lendl departing towards the end of 20, uh, start of 2014 maybe uh, and then when Lendl comes back in 2016 yeah we all know what happened there like Andy mm-hmm. has you know big injury issues in 2017 uh, the stars to decline and then Lendl kind of departs then as well um so it's like an injury and when- Injury issues really trigger like the ending mm-hmm. of end the end of both times with with, yeah. with of 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 the ending window. And Jim. and when he came back on board in 2016, it was like yes. part time. He wasn't yes, at was, every yeah. slam with he was he he was at like the he was at the I think he was at all the slams and maybe the masters with him. And maybe the masters, yes, yes. I actually but, I'm actually not even sure he was with him at the Olympics, uh, to be honest. Yeah. I actually think he was, but he was obviously but the thing was, I think fine, like do that kind of thing again with someone, right? Like yeah. if you, like like do that kind of thing again with someone. Like the biggest event is what you kind of need Andy to kind of be performing kind of okay at, you know, to make his ranking get back on the get back on the claim again. Like and again I'm not, you know, if it's not Lendl, fine, but if it's somebody, you know, who has, like, Lendl didn't come in and, like, reinvent Andy's game or anything like that. Like, the big thing that, that Lendl had an impact in was saying the exact same things as all Andy's previous coaches had said, but it was Ivan Lendl who was telling him <laughs> these things. Like, it was Ivan Lendl, the tennis legend, who also understood Andy's heartbreak of losing that many finals. Um, and there, I don't know, there's just not too many people that I'm like, yeah, that's the person who could coach Andy Murray right now. Um, and I and I still, I, it would take a huge amount of work, but I could still see it happen. Like, nobody wants just two. Everyone wants a trilogy. And I would love to see a completion of the Andy Lendl trilogy. It will never happen. But What I'm about not. Michael Chang? Oh, I mean, that would... Yeah, I'd be interested. To Corey, he, he... but I think he's free for just a little while. Yeah, we want no. someone more long term, though, don't we? You don't, uh, this, I think this is the problem. He's getting yeah. people in on such short term contracts that it's just not having any. The, there's no real time to build a relationship and connect. And I think that's actually part of the reason why, like, he got um, Valverde back in because he already knows him. So mm-hmm. they don't have to, like, build that relationship, they don't have to work on that part of things. And they can just kind of try and get into, like, the coaching side. But also at the same time, I, I, I agree with Scott, like, it's no disrespect to him at all, but, like, is he the right guy for the job? Is he the guy who's going to say to him, no, this is what you need to do, this is what you need to change, this isn't working? Yeah. I, I don't think he do is. Do we need, like, an old pro to come back and just say, no. hey, you know, this is what needs to be done or, or what? Because no, I, no, I don't I, know the answer. I, yeah, I don't know the answer either, but that, but the thing is, like, I don't think it, maybe it doesn't need to be like an old pro, but like, I, I, I just think it needs to be somebody that Andy like. It's like, wow, this person believes in me. Let's. <laughs> like, I, I honestly think that if you look back, especially in the early stages, like, 
like Andy went out there and played unbelievable tennis because he was like, if I if I don't play unbelievable tennis, I've let Ivan Lendl down. <laughs> he was in my box, like, and there's I, there's I, there's probably few people in tennis that would that could have that kind of an impact. Do you know what I mean? On on Andy I'd like Murray. Leon Smith uh, on the tour a little bit more. I mean, that would oh, be amazing. Would yeah. we all? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leon, Leon, you know, yeah, absolutely. Maybe get Leon back. He on should come on the podcast. Yeah, yeah he's good. Come on, on the podcast. That'd be How amazing, that be? wouldn't it? How good would that be? I don't know, Tra- Travis. What, what, what are your thoughts? Like, who, who does Andy need? Do you have any, any thoughts? I like Serena Williams, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you, 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 you're all pretty much in the same mindset as me. Um, he needs to change his game up. I'm just not sure what he needs to do mm. and who's going to do it. Um, and mm. I don't think Andy knows either. And that's okay. Like he doesn't need to rush to get a coach. I mean, he, he, he said something recently that, you know, he's on the tail end of his career and he wants to find a coach that will help him see that out. Um, yeah. So I don't think hiring a coach every three months is really going to help him. No. So I think, I hope the next person he, you know, he picks is going to, uh, is just going to be the right fit for him. Um, so if he takes a little bit of extra time to find that right coach, that's okay with me. Um, maybe by the grass court season, um, since he's skipping the clay, uh, yeah, which I don't know if y'all talked about last week. Yeah. Um, but uh, since he's skipping that, you know, that, that can give him extra time to kind of form a bond with a coach if he's able to find one in the meantime. Um, but yeah, I don't know who. I think, so just to skip back to the start of this conversation, like we'll try and round it out and we'll move on to Andy's next week. Um, but I think my thing is, I don't necessarily think when I said like, Andy needs to go to someone and be like, listen, I've got a year or so left. Like, five years love, wait, or so oh, left. Oh, yeah, five years. Yeah, right. But went from two to okay. one there. Like, okay, let me, let, let me, let me, re- well, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase what was, what I meant. What I mean is, Andy should go to someone, like, need someone that you can go to and be like, I'm going to give you a year and a half to improve my game. Like, like that's a that's a time like because my game because he's kind of already kind of said some stuff about it, like this needs to be a good season for him and we've all we all agree that it needs to be a you know a reasonable good, reasonably good season for him so Andy needs someone they can go to and be like give me some improvement in a year I'm going to give you a year and a half of my time for you to do something with and like for you to have a plan for me to like get to where I want to go with the rest of my career can Del Potro coach I mean, that would be sick. I mean, how good would that be? Yeah, I've seen people suggest. Don't even get me excited like that. Oh, my uh, God, imagine. Oh, my God, imagine. Imagine. Oh I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure Del Porter's ready to jump from his career straight into coaching, but it would be amazing. I mean, <laughs> he has <laughs> yeah. grasses, like, He's got a few months. Peter. A boy can dream. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm actually swooning at the thought of it, like Delpo and Andy. Yes. As a team. Oh. Well, yeah. I'll tell you one thing, guys. Delpo would teach Andy to like play aggressive. His forehand would go If Delpo could give Andy his forehand, oh good lord! Exactly. Exactly what I was thinking. But um, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I hope in the next... Yeah, Travis, I think that's a good show. I think, you know, obviously he's taking... And he's taking the clay court season off. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe that's when he'll really kind of focus on trying to find someone, you know? Um, and I just think, why not just text Ivan? Just message him. Um, let's see how he's doing. Um, Travis, anyway. have, you, have you heard my story about Ivan Lendl? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, 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 love, I love it. Hands up and been personally victimized by Ivan Lendl. <laughs> I would love for you to tell it again. I have I've heard I love, it on the pod a while ago. I think you said it on an early episode. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's a but great story. I tell you what, I tell you what, there's like I, I guarantee you, like we have like a load of random people listening to different episodes of Murray Amazing. So they maybe missed the story. Go on, Claire, go on, go on, you gotta tell. Okay, so this one time at the Australian Open, 2017. <laughs> And he was number one player in the world. It was just, yeah. everything was going so well. And um, he was playing his third round match on the John Kane Arena, which is not ticketed. So you just go in with your grounds pass. And as soon as I found out he was playing, I was like, have to be there, have to be there early, have to get in the queue. I queued for like six hours to get into the John Kane Arena in like 42 degree heat. But mm-hmm. it was so worth it because I got in I got to see him play in, like, I think I saw, like, two sets. But what I didn't realise at the time is we were sitting, like, four rows behind his box. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't, didn't realise this until I got to go to the toilet and a um, gentleman was also leaving to go to the toilet. And we both came back at the same time, but we couldn't get back to our seats because play had restarted. And I happened to just kind of glance over at him and I was like, holy shit, that's Ivan Lendl shit like that's even Lendl he's literally standing right next to me and he was like he was so Ivan Lendl like just this the steely stare right ahead like the whole like he, he may as well have had like fuck off tattooed to his forehead right so, <laughs> that's the best description of Ivan Lendl so, ever so I'm like do I dare do I dare speak to the great Ivan Lendl no no oh fuck it yeah go on Claire just do it so I was like, hi, hi, Ivan, hi. And it, the look that he gave me, I should have stopped talking like there and then. That, that should have been enough, right? But I, I continued, I persevered. Um, I was like, oh, I'm a really mass, really big fan, really big fan of Andy. Would, would you mind, like, getting a picture with me? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, even, don't uh, mind. Maybe or... at a later time. <clears throat> So he said, he said, no, I have to get back to my seat maybe later. And I'm like, it's not going to be a later, is there? But also, we can't get back to our seats yet. Like, so we just need to stand here now. <laughs> so it was like, it was like five minutes oh, before we could God. get back to our seats. We were literally just standing next to each other. <laughs> it was so, so awkward. Point. It was it was awful and the whole time I'm like I kept on like glancing out the corner of my eye to see if he felt as awkward as I felt but obviously he's Ivan Lendl so he did not give one single fuck (laughs) and then like as soon as the as soon as they they went and sat down the guys that right okay it's still literally just the two of us standing there so the steward had been he'd witnessed this entire thing the steward obviously thought it was absolutely hilarious 
and he's mm. like you can go back to your seats now and I swear to god Lendl, Lendl basically hurdled over the rows to get back to his seat and I was just like okay see you later nice chat Jesus I mean while you were waiting you should have just gone say cheese and just no, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was I was this close to doing it but like oh, I'm really boy. I am I am notoriously okay, bad at taking selfies like I'm really really bad at it so I would have done that and just made a total arse of it so I was like there's just no point yeah fair so, no, that's really, yeah that's really, cool. um, that's so nice guy. Yeah. really really nice yeah Listen, listen, like, I, I don't care. I don't care if he's a nice guy. I don't care, like, you know, like, if he tells people to fuck off. I, if he gets on, he start winning the game. Like, you know, he can, he can wander right on into Team Muzza anytime he wants, as long as he starts fucking <laughs> getting to win. He will not come on Money Musing, so I can guarantee that. Shall we, shall we ask? Uh, Ivan, if you're listening, which... <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine no. Ivan Landel. Can you imagine Ivan Landel of all people listens to Murray Musings every week. He's actually our most, you know, like he actually listens to every single episode with like with like a huge smile of joy on his face listening <laughs> every week. Just... The one time he smiles a week. There was one time yeah. he smiles a week. Yeah, it's, a well, it's it's actually a well known fact actually. And, uh, he laughs yeah. every time Scott's like. Yeah, he's. A, I'm actually his favorite host. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're everyone's favorite host. <laughs> well, well, we know, we know, everyone's favorite host. We know. Oh God, you're making me blush now. I was just joking, but more of that, please, more of that. Uh, well, we know, we know that Claire, we know that Claire is his favorite host. <laughs> what? We know oh, I'm, that... I'm like the least favorite host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, he's listening. He's listening. Like, oh, no, I remember when she asked. You know what? You know what? So actually, imagine a parallel universe. Imagine if Ivan actually has his own podcast where he talks about ridiculous fan encounters <laughs> and he repeatedly yes. tells a story of uh, there was this weird Scottish woman. This, this really <laughs> annoying Scottish girl at the Australian Open. What would Ivan's podcast be? Landel's Landel's laughter. Landel's laughter. <laughs> Landel's laughter. No, laughing Landel. Laughing Landel. La- la- laughing Landel HQ. It's just him just sitting, just stony face, just at his laptop all day. Um, oh my God. I actually what? think that could be that could be the title of a video montage, Laughing Landel. Try, laughing there's a Lendl. challenge. Try and find <laughs> pictures of Landel like smiling or laughing and put them together into a montage. La- la- laughing, laughing. Andy will win a grand slam and Landel will just be like, Right, he's not the least excited about it. You are, you are adequate. Well done, Andy. You are adequate. You did well enough. Well enough. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. So. But yeah, we still want Lendl back. Totally. No. Well, honestly, like Lendl could like you know, um, insult my family and I'd still be fine with him as long as he just. What has happened to this episode? Did we, did we plan on talking about Lando? Like what? <laughs> not this much. Not this much. No. No, certainly not this much. Um. So yeah, let's back to Andy. Back to Andy. Um. His week, yeah, his week was an up and down one. Um. Next week doesn't look much better. <laughs> I am hopeful. Scott, Are you? Even you with the be draw, with us. Even with the draw, I, Peter. Really? I mean. Peter. <laughs> so he's playing Taro Daniel. Right. Yes. Oh, where did I know that name from? Yes, yes. 
lost to him at the Australian Open in yeah. three oh, sets. Oh, is that what it is? Thanks, thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> if you want to remember the scoreline, I, I have up the stats right now. Six no, four, I'm fine. Six four, six four. <laughs> It was just yeah. a single break each set, if you want to be honest. I mean, about yeah. It. Yeah. I'm trying to we need you on the set. I think Andy, he's got enough court sense he could figure him out. So. You think? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I personally think Tarot Daniel's a better player. People bring up that when they played in the Davis Cup, I'm like, oh, well, Andy was in his prime then. But I think Andy is still an overall better player. Oh, I just think the Australian Open was one of those classic Andy unraveling matches where it's just a, a downhill climb from the start. Yeah. And like I said, it was just a single break each set. So it was a little bit... I like Tara Daniel. Yeah, oh, he, has, he, he does seem like a decent guy, doesn't he? Apart from when he yeah. beats Andy. But I it know. kind of just it kind of reminded me a little bit of um his match going back to 2017, his match against um Misha Sverev. Yes. In the fourth round, where it was just like all of a sudden he just came out and played like the greatest tennis he's ever played in his life. And Andy mm-hmm. was like, what, What's going on here? I can't figure this guy's game out. And that was kind of like what happened again against Harry Daniel as well. Yeah. So um I've let like I have never forgiven Misha Zverev for that. And he is actually the initial reason that I started hating his brother, you know, just because <laughs> they're related. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I kind of want to give Tara Daniel a little bit more leeway, but if he beats yeah. him in Doha, then that's it for him. He's dead to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so, two in a row, like, that's rough. Yeah. Uh, not have it. Like, come on, come on. Like, uh, Tara Daniel. Tara Daniel should know better than to, like, run Andy around on the baseline, because Andy's got a metal hip, guys. She shouldn't be doing that to him. Mm-hmm. Um, frankly, frankly, it's unethical. It it is unethical, uh, making these references that are going to mean nothing to anybody. <laughs> as long as he doesn't go on Twitter and tweet "I told you" or something along those lines. Yeah. As long as he doesn't do that. As long as he doesn't do that. I do you know um, what I saw an amazingly funny video the other day mm-hmm. that I I had tears running down my face laughing at it, and I was about to share it. And then I realized who it was that created the video. And it was oh. Marchenko. And I was like, no. William Marchenko from way no. back in that, yeah. in that challenge. But you are not getting you are uh. not getting my shares. <laughs> Still better. Um yeah. okay. so salty. Better. I mean player, well played in that match, but uh, oh, you know, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Like any anyone who beats Andy more than like you know once like in a row. I mean, think uh, about Felix. He just beat Andy again, and then he posted on Twitter like a great win against one of the all-time legends. You know, like that that sucks. put some respect yeah. on his name. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, that's all we ask. It's unbelievable. Um, so yeah, Taro, Taro, Daniel, like you know, I, 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 you know, I just yeah, uh, yeah, he's a nice guy. Um, but but he's going know, down. He will yeah. have to. He will have to mm-hmm. lose. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like I honestly don't know. I, I, I like if we're sitting on an episode of my musings next weekend, and he and he's lost in another first round. I actually oh. don't know. I I actually I actually don't know if an episode will be recorded next weekend. Like if Andy loses in another first round, like and I just want to put it out there. Like I don't know if I can physically sit down and talk about another Andy, like first mm-hmm. or second mm-hmm. round loss. I need him to at least reach third round. 
before I sit down and record another episode sitting here and talking about first or second round anyway long. I know that I've got that ran out of my system. Um, for me, a big part of it is like, you know how we keep on seeing, obviously he's getting wild cards at the events and like, fair enough now that he's he's moving up the rankings in the top 100 when it comes to like the slams, he's no longer going to need the wild cards, but he's still getting them for the these events. I know, yes. And I'm so fed up of seeing the tweets about him being like, oh, uh, Sir Andrew Wildcards Murray, like yes. he gets another one, he needs to step aside like the younger players. And the more he loses in the blooming first and second round, the more we're going to keep seeing these tweets. I need mm. to not see these tweets anymore. I'm fed up of them. So for that yeah. reason alone, like just for that one reason, if nothing else, I need them to go a bit further. Like I need I them to get to third round, get to the quarterfinals. Like I'm just, I'm sick of seeing people complaining about him getting wild cards. Yeah, and I, I, I need him to reach like semi final stages, please. Like a quarterfinal. Yeah, to be fair, I just need him to win. Quarterfinal, yeah. Quarterfinals really yeah. just does nothing for me anymore. Like I, 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 I do like, yeah. I do, I just can't do. Especially in like the two fifties when the quarterfinal is like the third round. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean literally. Yeah. You know. So like, and I don't, I don't mean that disrespectfully, but like. No, yeah, it's true. It's true I, though, I want yeah. him to reach a quarterfinal when he's had to won like yeah. you know at yeah. least three matches to get to the quarterfinal. One hundred percent. Um, but there's his draw this week. It, it doesn't look that great, right? Like, who's he got in the no. second round if he beats Tara Daniel? Like, realistically, like, do we have the draw? No. Oh, I saw it earlier. So, speaking about Australian okay. Open. Oh my god, revenge! Yes, yeah. he. I if he, I think he can beat him if he gets if he gets past Daniel. I think he'll he can beat because Batista Gut's got a, a bye, hasn't he? So he, he does. So he is he is playing and he is in the city. That's who he'll play. I think he'll beat him. Right, 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 right. But I need, I need to, I need to, I need to go on record and say it. I also don't think it's necessarily enough for Andy to win his first round match. I think he needs to win his first round match without like getting taken to three hours. Like, yes, please. right. Because like two sets, two sets, two one, sets. Six, like he did this two. week, and like why we were all feeling okay ahead of that second round. Like he needs to do that again. Like you know, he needs to win in a reasonably comfortable fashion. Um, because we can't do three hours in first rounds because he's not winning the next match. <laughs> like it's not what it's not gonna happen. So, um, he needs to dispatch of Taro quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly. Yep. Uh, we'll take a bagel. You know, we'll take two. I also, we'll take, I also, we'll take I also enjoy. I enjoy a nice breadstick as well. So yes, I'll know. take. Yeah, I'll take. You know what? I I would take six love six two. One of I would each. take six love six two. Like I like I like that. That would be fine with me. Like. I think if it's getting to like three or four games, like oh, like I'm getting I'm getting a little bit wary then. So I could maybe do right. without them. Um and so yeah, we we don't we don't know. We don't know when there's when um what's the time difference with the, like are these matches gonna be on like like four hours ahead of us? Well it's actually not terrible. I think right? I think that's what um I think that's what Middle East Middle East is. So it's not the worst. Like time difference wise, really. Mm-hmm. What is that? Ten hours like, for us, Peter. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like, do they have? Do they? Do they have like night night matches and stuff like that? Obviously, I would imagine. I would yeah. assume so. I I, I would assume so. in the Middle East they'd have more matches at night because it'll be cooler. 
No, it would be killer. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. We don't. We also don't know right now. I imagine we'll find out tomorrow, like when Andy's due to be playing, like what day. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, we have we have no idea. There were photos that came out today though that he is there. He's arrived, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, walking through the airport and getting into getting into the with Chapel. With Chapel. With Chapel. Yeah. Chapel was there. Um, so we know he's there. We know he's definitely there. And we know he's definitely playing. And you know what? Like, if we're looking, if we're looking for like. Uh, good, good, good vibes, good energy. We're all about the good, good vibes and good energy. Um, like he's and he's playing back to back weeks again. This is good, right? Like he's playing back to back weeks. Mm-hmm, he's playing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, consistently and you know again and again. He's playing, so this is good stuff. He is playing back to back to back, right? Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I think I yes, think uh, Dubai be, is going to Dubai. Yep, Dubai, Dubai, Dubai starting which... on the twenty-first. Yeah, yeah. So that's exciting as well. Mm-hmm. That's exciting yeah. as well. And he's had good uh, luck there in the past. He has a yes, yep. absolutely. He's done very, very well there in the past. So, um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully this is good, 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 a good time in the next couple of weeks because we need it. <laughs> like we mm-hmm. need it. Um. We all know he's going to draw Djokovic in the first round in Dubai, though, don't you? No. And like, no, we well, don't. Djokovic will probably get a bye, won't he? He'll probably get a bye in the first yeah. round. Yeah. Dubai, oh, he will. So... He will get a bye, yeah. So yeah. he'll get him in the second round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You honestly, 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 like, I'm, I'm like, if Andy draws Djokovic in the second round, like, I'm like, Andy, just <laughs> don't, like, it doesn't matter. Like, like I can't do this. Lost. I can't. I can't. Uh, I just can't do. Well, listen. Anymore. I don't know if Andy played. Where? Back <laughs> I mean, Claire. he knows no backs game. Yeah, I could be him because. Oh no, no! Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Novak's not played this year. Right, he's not played competitive tennis this year. Andy beat Rafa. Andy beat the Australian Open winner just a couple of weeks before. And Opelka. Yeah, like, I think, I think that, you know, if Andy came up against Novak, he would not get demolished. I think it would be. You know, you know, you know what I'm going to. I agree. I'm going to majorly, majorly clickbait this episode and be like, in this episode, (laughs) we make the case that Andy Murray could beat Novak Djokovic right now. He's done it before. Uh, yeah, right. Now. Many times. Right yeah. And and throughout the first few months of 2022, uh, the, the Murray Musings HQ, Murray Musings staff gathered evidence to suggest that Andy Murray would probably beat Novak Djokovic if they played next I mean, week. he's <laughs> the only person who's ever beat him in a final at Wimbledon. Yeah. <laughs> the stats are in his favor. I'm just they, saying. <laughs> the stats are in their favor. Is the head-to-head not like? <laughs> oh, not head 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 head. We're not looking at head-to-heads. <laughs> I don't care about the head to head. Just looking about the grass and the, which, I, isn't, which isn't the surface that they play on in Dubai. I you know, know what, that. guys? What? You know what? I will do y'all a favor uh-huh. if I see him being drawn against Novak in the second round. I will uh, fly to Dubai <laughs> and I will 
trank him so Novak <laughs> will get vaccinated and he'll be sleepy and his arm will be tired. It'll be in his right arm. So he can't surf yeah. well. So uh, you know what? There goes That's... his chances. <laughs> shot. Um anyways, like that's looking ahead to next thing. I love how you're like, anyways. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it was a long uh, shot. Anyways. Ah, uh, short but <laughs> it's too much. It's just too late at night for this nonsense. Uh <laughs> what is happening? Right. How's he doing this week? Uh, or like he'll be fine. Blair, I know you're gonna say win the title. Don't say it. Please just don't. How's he doing? How's he really doing this week? If he can get to round three, he's playing Dan Evans. So we know he's got a good history with Dan Evans. Well, he's not playing him, but I think seeded wise, he's projected to. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that's three wins. If he can get to Dan Evans, I feel very good. Honestly, I'm mostly worried about his round two. Um, I'm not too worried about, about Tarot Daniel. I feel Do you think he'll be Tarot Daniel? Fairly comfortable. Yeah, I'm not saying it'll be comfortable. I hope it is. Um, but I, I think I think he'll pull through. I mean, he was. Uh, yeah. I know this. He was tired. Like, he had just played uh, five matches in Sydney, and then he played a, a five. Was it five sets against Pash Uh So, you know, not looking for excuses, like, but. Tower did play, like, the match of his life, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he did. No, 100% the win of his career. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I, I do feel that, like, Andy will not want to lose twice to this guy. I just feel like he's it's it's not not to disrespect him, but I I, I feel Andy's gonna be like, I can't lose to this guy who's I mean what's Taro I don't know what Taro Daniels ranked now, but like Ooh. it's not like he's like a top ten player. It's not like it's Felix who's playing incredible tennis just now and, and is working his way towards his first title. It's just someone who was really in form in that particular match against him at the Australian yeah. Open. And I feel like Andy's like, no way am I going to allow this guy to beat me again. So, yeah, yeah I think Andy's going to go in all guns blazing. He's, he has to yeah. have that fire in his belly. He has to. So... That's, and Tarot had the, the underdog effect kind of in his favor. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. something to be said about that. Andy gets that effect all the time uh, mm-hmm. and wins. Mm-hmm. So, so now, yeah. Boy, will pull through. I'm very much with you, though, Travis. I'm worried about Batista again. Like, mm-hmm. that guy just runs and runs and runs and runs and runs and runs. That's why Batista Agu, it's not Batista Agu who really. Um, who really proves like to be a major headache for Djokovic because Djokovic is like just a slightly better version of him. So whenever they play, it's always like, what the hell am I going to do against this guy to get him like, like Break to run? Well. I'm pretty sure Batista Agu has a couple of wins over the work um, because of that, because of that reason. So um, yeah, I, do, I don't know. Like that, that's going to be hard. That'll be hard. Like for Andy. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You're right. I would love to see him get to Dan Evans because if he does get to Dan Evans, I, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I would hope that Andy could win that. But yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if I want to make predictions. Honestly, I honestly don't know if I can deal with full yep, on when it comes to Andy because I just, I just don't. I don't know. Peter, do you see the week going well? Like, well or good? Like, just, I would, I, I'm hopeful. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah, you're hopeful. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
if he goes to the final, it's him versus Chapo slash Jamie. Oh so my god! And he would want to win that. He would want to win that. Really. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be like a Wimbledon revenge, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. And also, it sure would. And Jamie would be on the other side. That would be weird, wouldn't it? That would be weird. Um, Drama. Yeah. It would be. It would be. I'd love to see it. Um, so we're going to be, what we're saying is we're going to be recording another episode of My Amazing Six Week and we're going to be talking good. Hopefully we'll good, have some, uh, yes, it'll good be a good week. Yeah. Good result. Right. Um, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling more positive actually. I'm feeling more positive. I was, I was almost close to somewhat of a mental breakdown five minutes ago when I was talking about the possibility of a first or second round loss, but you know what? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right now. Um, okay. Okay. Was what was there anything else we wanted to talk about in this episode? Anything else we wanted to bring up in this good old episode of Murray Musings? Um, anything? Uh, else? are you guys are uh Scott and Claire? Are you thinking about going to Labor Cup in London? Nadal oh. and Federer double team? I honestly don't know. I think are the ticket I... prices not going to be astronomical for that? Like, so, we so posted, I, I, I think, just... so. I decided to have a look just out of curiosity because right yeah. now it's like the it's like the you know like the premium packages or the hospitality packages that are on sale just now. And I was like, oh, just how how much are they? Just to give myself an idea of like what, yeah. and the cheapest was like four thousand five hundred pounds. Um, so I was like, yeah, that's a that's like a hard pass. So I don't know how much just like regular tickets are going to be, but I think they are going to be pretty expensive, and I. I would like to like it. I would love to go and see Federer and Nadal play. Really would like to do that because I haven't seen them play for years. Yeah. Like I saw them at the Australian Open like in 2010, and I've, I've never seen, never them, seen them play since. Um, but I will not give my money to any event like that if I know Zverev is playing. Yeah, and he yeah. will likely be Agreed. playing. There's absolutely yeah. no way I would go and watch him play tennis. No yeah. way. So, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I um, yeah. I mean, I I I just think. I mean, it's yeah. Like I I don't. I I I too would love to go and see, uh, Federer and Nadal play because I've I've never seen any of them, never seen either of them play. So I I and you know how long how long does Federer have left in the game? How many more opportunities are you going to get to see him play? You know. Um. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I probably not. Realistically, probably not. I. If Andy played, maybe <laughs> that would be. Uh, he's mentioned be... being interested, right, in playing it. I think he said something like that. I think I think it's been a quote along those lines, and it obviously it would make like, sense if they yeah. invited me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I feel. I feel like he could. I mean, given that it's Roger and Rafa. I feel like they could invite him, especially like if they got Novak to play as well. You'd be like, you'd be going like the OG, the big four, wouldn't you? Four team Europe, yeah. and that would be that would be absolutely amazing. And so they'd need to drop a couple of players, obviously, to make room for them. And so, like, you know, I would suggest that they get rid of Zverev and bring yeah. Andy in in his place. Um, and so, yeah, if that if if like I knew for definite that that was going to happen. I would one hundred percent buy tickets, but it probably would. So yeah. I would hate to buy tickets for them. Be like, yes, and first up in your session is Vere versus. I'm like, ah, you know what? Is there? Yeah. Oh Ugh. God. Yeah. Ugh. Imagine. 
yeah, I um, yeah, I'd, I'll say probably not as well unless things change. Um, which is I'd like to try yeah. and get to Wimbledon again this year. I'll do Wimbledon again. I'll do Wimbledon mm-hmm. again. Maybe I wouldn't do the bus yeah. that day, but. <laughs> I probably probably will never get my way into centre court again. But uh, like, still can't believe we did that. Did you, did, you guys, did you guys hear about that? Did you guys hear we went to Wimbledon and went on centre court, guys? Because we did. Uh, <laughs> you remember we did that? Did we? Did we talk? Did we tell you guys about that? And Scott was getting some mean advice. looks from people. That's right. Oh, it was so yeah, funny. Yeah, just so funny. Um. Anyways, anyways, anyways. Um. Yeah. Let's 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 end goodbye, Dandy's way. Uh, for this coming week, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably playing on Monday or Tuesday. I would guess, maybe, probably. Um. And yeah. Let's let's wait and see. I I just I just you will not. I honestly might consider taking a week off from what I mean if you lose the first. Yeah. Time. But that's all I'm saying. That's all. That's all I'm saying right now. Like okay. Um, it might just it might just be me and Peter next week. Just honestly, sobbing I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can sit down and talk about another positive like, vibes. Positive vibes. Sorry, you're right, Peter. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Peter. I just need you to just be my consistent like positive vibes guy. Thank you. Um. So yes. Uh, Travis, have you enjoyed your time here at my music at HQ? Have you Have you been scared off or like what What What's your thoughts? Oh. No. Yeah, will you oh, be back? It's, it's been a blast. I would love to come back uh, for Battle of the Brits. Yes, Brits. We, say, we need to get Travis back for Battle of the Brits. Yeah, we so yeah, that's that's something that we didn't even we didn't even we didn't even mention in the in the intro. So uh, yeah, myself and and, and Claire and where we would have also met Travis um, in person, uh, just not so long ago because uh, we were all due to be going to Battle of the Brits. Um, did we ever even talk about the cancellation of that on an episode of My Mutants? I'm not sure we ever did actually. Um, oh, yeah, I don't think y'all did. Now that I think about it, yeah, I'm not sure we ever, we ever, we ever talked about the fact that you know it got cancelled. I think around that time it was pretty apparent that more things were getting cancelled, so it was pretty obvious. Yeah, and me and Claire were crying every time we mentioned it in tears. Um, so yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously that got cancelled, and that was very gutting, very gutting for us. So. Um, we hopefully we'll get it mm-hmm. at the end. And of you this know, year. it's a bit extra time now, so like Peter can yeah. probably come yeah. as well. Yeah, Peter, you still tickets. There's still tickets for sale. Yeah, yeah, Peter, you can maybe yeah. come on over. Something that we can mm-hmm. convince you to do. Uh, I mean, Travis is coming. Travis is coming. Travis yeah, that's right. I am coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We can we can put you up, Peter. What did you say? Yeah. Uh, we'll 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 grind Peter down over the next <laughs> over the next few months to get him to come. Back. We've got a little uh, time to work on it. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, hopefully we'll get to meet uh, Travis in person uh, and Peter in person, of course. Uh, imagine but... it, imagine though if Peter did come and we could do a podcast just all four of us together. I think that I would, would actually cry with happy. Wouldn't that be amazing? Oh, wow. It would be cool very would be? very cool. Like very it's happening. It, it, need, it needs to happen. It needs, it to, needs happen. to happen. A live podcast, which is something that I, I don't think I've never done a live podcast at all. Like ever, like like live. Like I've never done a like with another person in the same room as me or anything like that. I've never mm-hmm. done that. So I would love. I would love to do. That. I would love to do that with you guys. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that can yep. happen. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's uh, that'd be the best Christmas present ever, guys. You know, you you know what? That's 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 a nice note. That's a nice note. Good vibes to Andy's way, and good vibes to us. Hopefully, getting the chance to 
me to meet all in person very very soon um, so thank you for coming on this episode of my musings Travis and we uh, definitely have you back on again very very soon um, one one thing one thing I do do want to mention before we we wrap up very quickly is um, a big thank you to um, our uh, uh, our listeners on uh, on social media on, on Twitter um, because Murray Musings account passed 1,000 follows the other day, which was... Um, Yay! Yeah, like, really kind of... Really, honestly, like, Peter, I, like, I don't know about you, like, I, I really do remember when Murray, when the Murray Musings account was just, you know, 250, 300 follows for ages and ages and ages. And, uh, you know, which, which was totally fine. We were totally happy with that we, we small audience. But, like, um, I don't know. It just, it just really, it makes me really happy that like people actually, you know, follow our account just for like kind of like stupid tweets that we send out. So, um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, it's only. Uh, I think, I think, I don't, well, I think Judy, I think having Judy Murray on the pod kind of helped boost the numbers there. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, big, 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 big thank you to everyone who kind of engages with us on Twitter and you know puts our tweets out there to bigger audience because we always. We always appreciate that. And we always appreciate anyone who tunes into any episodes of my reasons. Um, so please do come back. We we need lessons. Um, and on that note, on that note, folks, thank you all very much for listening to yet another episode of Murray Musings. I've been Scott. She's been Claire. He's been Peter. And that has been our special guest, Travis. Bye. Bye. Hi, uh... Hi, I'm Andy Murray and you've been listening to the Murray Musings podcast.